Welcome to the Raider FCA podcast. This podcast was created to minister to the students at Southwood Elementary and beyond. Please pray for this endeavor and remember that if you have any prayer requests, we'll be honored to pray for you. I hope you're ready to lift up the name of Jesus, so let's get started. Well, I'd like to welcome our next guest on the Raider FCA podcast. Jordan has been with us before, and I really appreciate your time again with us uh, with us again this morning, Jordan. Are you doing okay this morning? I'm great. Well, good. Uh, well, before we start with uh, the lesson that you have prepared for us, would it be okay for me to open in prayer? I would love that, Walter. Okay, great. Dear Lord, I thank you for this time that you've given to us, and I, I thank you for the uh, the technology that you provided. And Lord, I pray that the technology um, and the connection works without fail this morning. And Lord, I ask that uh, you would bless Jordan and his family and bless Jordan and his uh, um, school system Monday uh, when they go back um, in person on Monday and just protect uh, all the staff members and the kids and help their leaders to make good decisions. And bless Jordan and his upcoming uh, marriage that's coming up soon and um, bless his ministry that uh, he has at church. and. Um, Lord, I just I thank you for Jordan and thank you for his his time and his willingness to um, speak with us today. And Lord, I ask that you would bless this podcast episode and let every word that's said um, be for your glory and for uplifting of your kingdom and send it out to whoever you see fit to send it to and, and bless them and bless us also. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, Jordan, it's all yours. All right. Well, um, you know, Walter m- messaged me a little bit ago, um, I guess about a week ago, and asked me if I'd do another episode um, talking about Bible study and just just some tips for people who are wanting to study the Bible. Um, and I, I thought about it for a little while, and I thought about what I do, and I thought about what I you know, did when I was younger. And I put together kind of this list of tips that I have. Um, but before I talk about it, I think that it's important to say that, like, there's there's no, like, right set way to study the Bible, I don't think. I think that a lot of it comes down to, you know, your relationship with God um, and, and what you're wanting to get out of it. Um, and I think it's a really um, personal experience and an individualized experience. So I think before you, you know, take, I mean, if you're, if you're searching for advice, then I, I'll give it to you, but um, also, you know, think about what works best for you. Um, because my, my first piece of advice, I, I made like this list of five and my, my first piece of advice is to understand what you're doing when you study the Bible, because it's not the same as if you have a history test and you, you know, go and grab a history book and, you know, finger through it and, and find the, you know, historical events that you're looking for. Because, I mean, if you're going at it um, from a place of worship, because that's what, when, when you study the Bible, you're worshiping God. Because one of his, you know, wishes is that we, you know, learn about his word. Then something that you've got to understand is, that you're reading like a sacred text, right? You're not uh, reading 
a work of like fiction. You're not reading like a historical textbook. It's, it's a sacred text. And even though, you know, they're, it's entertaining and there, there are really interesting things in it. It's still like from, from beginning to end, it's something that's sacred. So um, I think when you decide to, that you're going to study the Bible, if you go at it with that attitude, like I'm getting ready to read a book that is different from all other books um, and, and I should treat it that way and I should treat it, you know, like the special book that it is. I think it kind of changes your mindset and what your, you know, individual plan is and your motivation is for for studying it. So my first tip um, is to, to really understand what you're doing and understand the weight of what you're doing. It's a, it's a special thing. It is a intimate thing where, you know, you're going into this, um, very old text, you know, to deepen your relationship with the creator of the universe. So it's, I, I think it, you know, when, when, when I open a Bible and, I, I think about that fact, then the weight that that puts on me, you know, to really want to understand what I'm reading and to really want to um, have have a relationship with God that's stronger based on what I've just read and what I've just studied. I think that changes the way that I go about it. So that's my first tip. My second tip is to uh, choose the version of the Bible that works for you. And, you know, there's a lot of debate about this is the only version that works or this is the only version that works. You know, uh, there are a lot of people in their camp that uh, have their version and they think it's the only one. But the fact of the matter is, you know, the Bible is old. It's super old. It's thousands of years old. The text is. Um, and it was written in different languages. There, there are more than 40 different authors in the Bible and they, they didn't all speak English. In fact, none of them spoke English. So, you know, you've got lots of different languages, lots of different people. And on top of that, you know, the Bible is written, if you go at it, you know, thinking that it's going to be something that's easy to understand and straightforward, sometimes it's not. Sometimes there are a lot of, you know, there's figurative language, there's, there's metaphors, there are things that can be taken different ways. And uh, when, when you choose the version that works best for you, you're not choosing a different book. It's the same book, but, you know, there are different ways to translate things and there are different ways to interpret things. So I don't think it's so much an issue of this is the one version that is true and all the others are false. I think it's more like this is the version that works best for me. You know, I understand the way this is written and translated and I understand, you know, the the themes that it's kind of talking about. So um, I think if you're new to studying the Bible, then, you know, look at some different versions before you settle down on one. You know, maybe uh, most of the people around you use um, the NIV, the New International Version. But, you know, you start to read it and you're like, you know what, I think I like the HCSB version better. And that's fine. You know, they're, they're all, you know, that sacred text that we're talking about. Um, I think it really just comes down to what works best for me in deepening my relationship with God. I think that's the question you have to ask yourself throughout your whole study is, 
you know, what, what am I trying to get out of this, you know, and, and what's going to help me achieve that goal better? What version do you use, Walter? Well, um, whenever I was growing up, I really liked the NASB because um, I really, really um, got a blessing out of that. And like for whenever I try to memorize scripture, I like the King James version. Mm-hmm. But then uh, some of the other ones that I really, really like, NIV is really good. New King James is really good. Um, you know, there's. I, I just wanted to uh, mention something to our listeners. What since you ask about that, um, everybody needs to whenever you're picking a uh, version of the the scripture, there's translations and transliterations. Translations are, are a little bit more reliable than a transliteration because transliterations are more paraphrased than um, than uh, the others. Anyhow, um, yeah, some of the uh, the versions of the Bible are just paraphrases of the original as as best as the uh, transliterators can come up with. So look for a translation over a transliteration. But like Jordan said, um, it, it's better to read a transliteration than to read than to not read it. Um, but uh, you know, so the, I just wanted to just chime in about that. And thank you for asking. But the translations are better, in my opinion. I think that's a really good point. Um, and I tend to to, to gravitate towards um, the. Uh, NIV or the um, New King James, and it, it it really depends on you know, I guess what I'm looking for. I use the New King James more um, when I'm looking at things in a like a historical context because I think um, it preserves a lot of that you know um, straightforward text. But I still think that you know, like when I was little and I saw a King James Bible it was like I was looking at something in a different language. You know what I mean? So I think especially for like, you know, if you're younger and you're listening to this and you want something that's easier to read, you know, you might want to look look around a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. You know, um, in the order of precedence, translation is probably the best. And then, like you said, transliteration is better than reading nothing at all. So find what works for you, but... Well, definitely you know look for accuracy as well so you're 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 out on there um so uh number three uh i think is to go at it prayerfully and go at it with meditation um so you know i've got this uh, app on my phone um and it's called the calm app and um the the i think some of it's subscription based and some of it's free um, but there are a lot of different apps where you can uh, kind of get into this calmer headspace um, because I don't know about anybody else, but, you know, I've got a whole lot that's going on in my life. And aside from my own personal life, you know, it's a turbulent time anyways. You know, there's a lot going on in our country. There's a lot going on in the world. Um, and sometimes that can kind of cloud up our headspace. And when we are reading and we're studying the Bible, I think it's important that we, you know, focus, like I said, focus on the weight of what we're doing. Focus on, you know, this is not just me reading to, to pass the test. This is me reading to deepen my relationship with God. So personally, I like to, you know, take a few minutes beforehand, 
clear my mind, you know, getting, getting to like a relaxed place. Um, I, I usually like to, you know, go to, if I'm, if I'm studying the Bible, I'll, I would rather, you know, be in a room with nobody else with the TV off, all of that stuff, than you know, do it right next to somebody or do it, you know, with distractions in the room, just because I like, you know, a clear headspace. Um, so if that's something that you like, there are a lot of different apps that you can find. Um, I think there's even one called Headspace, um, where, you know, you can take about 15 minutes and either you can just calm down or meditate or do whatever works for you. Um, and, and, you know, go at it prayerfully, go at it, um, in a way that, you know, you can, you can read a, a passage in the Bible or you can read a story in the Bible five times and get something different out of it each time. I think that's one reason the Bible is so popular. You know, it's the, it's the most sold book in the world. There's been five, six billion copies of the Bible made billion, you know, with a, with a B that's a lot. Um, and personally, I think one of the reasons that it's so popular is because there, you know, when you read it, and you're going through different things in life, you're going to get different things out of it. Um, if you read one story one week, and then you read it again, you know, a month later, you might understand something different from it. It's something that, you know, you can reread and rereading constantly get new things out of. So when you when you decide that you're going to you know sit down and study the Bible, I think it's important to, to pray beforehand and just ask God, um, you know, like, God, you know where I'm at at this point in life. You know what my life needs right now. And as I read your word, I really want, you know, uh, reveal to me through this what I need to hear. And he will. You know, you'll, you'll know what you need to hear when you read through it yourself. Um, so go at it prayerfully. Go at it with a, a clear headspace. Um where you know that, you know, I, I want to to hear what I need to hear right now. Um, my fourth tip is to find a good quality commentary. Um, and I think it's important um, to understand that, you know, if you're reading stuff that goes along with the Bible, you know, that people have written to kind of explain what things mean, um, you're not that that stuff is not as important as the bible that you're reading um you know you know the scripture takes precedence over everything else it is the inspired word of god and then if you're reading a commentary you're reading you know something that somebody has written to say you know this is what this means and why um and you know i've got a good commentary that i like to use whenever i you know really get into studying the bible it's called enduring word online it's free and there are a lot of different you know pastors and theologians that contribute to it so i know that i'm getting something first of all that people who are familiar with the bible are writing i know that i'm getting a lot of different viewpoints on it so you know i'm not getting one person's take on it i'm i'm getting a lot of different you know information and you don't have to have a commentary to read the bible um, but some things in it are hard to understand. You know, it was written a long time ago. They used some language that we don't use so much anymore. 
they have you know metaphors and and things that are difficult to, to understand sometimes and i think if you find a good commentary that you know explains hey this is what was happening in you know israel in this year and this is why he said this i think it makes it more meaningful um you know if i understand that you know there's this war happening and that's why these people are acting this way then it it makes it more you know more real to me um even though you know it's very real anyways it makes it even more you know personal so i think if you find a good quality commentary um then it it, it enhances your experience and you don't always have to you know search hard for that a lot of bibles that you buy come with a commentary, you know, in them, you can get special Bibles for that. Um, and if you don't want to do that, you know, there are things online. There are even commentaries just for kids. So if you're a younger listener, you know, you can go online and you can find uh, a commentary for for kids. I mean, you know, make sure that you're looking at something that's that's real, you know, and and it's uh it's legitimate, and and you're not looking at something that has like an agenda, but um, there, there are things depending on like what you want to know. There are commentaries if you want to know more about the history, of, if you want to know more about you know the language, if you're a, a kid or a younger reader. So find find a good commentary that, that helps deepen your understanding. And my last tip is to share the things that you discover and find out. Um, you know, a lot of people aren't going to church right now because of you know, the, the virus, and I'm one of those people. I've tried to stay away because, you know, our church has a lot of older people in it. Um, and it, it also, I've got, you know, people in my family that have health problems, and I don't want to take any, anything more into them than I already am from work. But when, when you get the chance to go and sit down with, you know, a group of people who are, you know, studying the same book that you're studying, and looking at the same passages that you're looking at. And, you know, you say, I got this out of this, and here's why. And they say the same thing. Your perspective is going to widen. You're going to understand it better. Um, you're going to get, you know, different takes on it. And you're going to say, oh, you know, I didn't think about it that way. But that's true. I can't tell you the number of times I've sat in like a Sunday school class or a Bible study and, you know, somebody says something about a scripture that I've read and I'm like, I understand what this is meaning and, you know, I get it exactly. And they say something and I'm like, whoa, you know, I didn't even think about that. That's true. Um, and it's eye opening to hear what other people have to say. So I think it's important, you know, not to just go and listen, but to go and share what, what you got out of that passage. Because, you know, for me, it helps me, you know, all, all of the stuff that we do here, is to deepen our relationship with God. Um, and I think that's just another, you know, another way to go about that. Um, and those, those are my, those are my five tips. <laughs> so understand what you're doing, choose the version that works for you, go at it prayerfully, find a quality commentary, and then share your discoveries with others. Okay, those sound like, uh, or they are really good, solid tips. I just wanted to um, chip in a couple things that I thought of whenever I was listening. One thing that uh, uh, when you said about meditate, whenever you're reading the, the word, that's uh, pretty important. 
But uh, some people will get one uh, meaning out of that word, and some people will get another meaning because words have different meanings based on context. Um, there are some non-Christian religions that um, do some things in meditation, but that's uh, you know that's something different. I like what J. Vernon McGee said about meditating. He's a, a Bible study teacher that uh, I really like, and he, he passed away uh, several years ago. But he said that meditating was kind of like a, a good picture of this as a cow. You know, whenever they would eat the grass, and then they would go sit underneath a, a shade tree, and then they would they have, you know, like the four stomachs, and, and they actually would... Uh, bring that grass back up because all four stomachs they have to work one at a time to get it digest they would bring that back up and chew on it and you'd see them chewing it's almost like they're chewing bubble gum but they're they're chewing that grass again then they're going to swallow it digest a little bit and then come back you know up and work on it some more so that's kind of like with uh, what i think of as meditating is just when you read it don't do it like a checklist okay i read my verse for today read it and think about it and then uh, right. um, something else I thought of whenever you said share what you find, um, you know, this would be, well, I don't know if it would be mainly for young believers or sometimes it's old believers. But whenever you find something in the, the scripture, um, you also need to pray about how you need to share it. Because if you hold up a standard that you find in God's word and you hold it up in a, um, um, a hurtful way and you hurt somebody with that standard, it might have been better for you just to not say anything and pray for right. God to give you an opportunity to talk. Because a lot of times we'll talk where we don't need to and we hurt people. And when you hurt people, it's hard to um, get them to listen to you anymore because they think, oh, this person hates me. And, you know, so just whenever you find something and you want to share it, uh, pray about it first, you know, whatever it is. And then ask God for some opportunities and um, who that you might need to share it with. Right. Because, uh, you know, I've, I've made that mistake before, and I've seen other people make that mistake when they would um, hold up a standard of uh, something that is, it, you know, I'd have to agree with them, and I had to agree with, you know, some of the things that I thought of before. Yeah, that's true, but then if you're knocking people down with it, um, you know, they're, they're, and I'm not saying that there's not a time and a place to take a hard stand on stuff, but... I think a lot of times when people take a hard stand, they're hurting more people than they're ministering to. It's just, just mm -hmm. my opinion. But if they've prayed about it and then God tells them to take a hard stand, I'm behind them 100%. But um, just pray about uh, what you want to share with someone else. No, I agree with you. I mean, when you think about it, like, historically, you know, when when you when you think back to when, when people kept slaves— in America, a, a lot of them used, you know, stuff that they interpreted from the Bible as a justification for that. Um, and, and when they were, you know, asked, how can you allow this to happen and be Christians? They were like, well, this is what the Bible says. Um, so I think that's another reason it's important to, you know, think about um, how you're how you're interpreting it and, you know, how you're praying about it and, you know, what God wants for his people 
And yeah, it, everything needs to be taken in context too. Mm-hmm. Because if you take one verse out of a chapter and you ignore what happened before it, ignore what happened after it, ignore the, uh, the original audience of that author, who they're talking to and why they even brought it up, um, that that's going to cause some problems too. So that's something to, to be thinking right. about. Well, Jordan, I appreciate your time this morning. Is there anything else that you would want to uh, share with us? I think that's it for me, Walter. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you invited me on. This is kind of, this is fun to, uh, to, you know, look and think about, you know, what do I do when I'm studying the Bible? Cause it's not really, I guess it's a process that, I just don't really think that much about, you know, anymore because it's just something that I do right now. Um, but yeah, it was cool. Well, I appreciate your time. And, uh, before we wrap up today, would you care to close us out in prayer? Sure. All right. Uh, let's pray. Um, father God, we are grateful that, you know, whatever medium we can gather and, and study and talk about you, um, through we're, we're able to do that. Um, we know that it's a it's a rough time for a lot of people right now. I mean, it's a scary time, but we have faith that you're going to bring us through that. And we just ask that, you know, the people that are hurting, people that are sick, you give them comfort right now. And God, we ask that, you know, people that want to study your word and want to deepen that relationship with you are able to do so. Um, and they have the means to do so and the, the resources to do so. And finally, we ask for, you know, your hand over um, just everybody in our area and everybody in our families right now. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. And thank you so much, Jordan. And um, I'll be praying about you guys going back on Monday and um, just, you know, stay safe. And I appreciate you. And I'll, I'll talk with you later. Thanks, Walter. Okay. Take care and have a good day. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.